0: you're listening to the expression sessions podcast conversations of the bold as life unfolds and I'm your host Igan James welcome to season two of the expression sessions podcast my name is Igan James and uh, been of, been on a bit of a hiatus, taking a little bit of time during the winter just to recalibrate and to settle in, but I'm back and I'm happy to be back because I feel like this season is going to have a few more juicy episodes in which we'll discuss things and go into the cave, into the abyss, if you will, of some of the things that we notice in this thing called life. Um, this episode in particular will be a bit of a riff, but by the same token, I think that <clears throat> a lot of us can relate to it because we live in it. And uh, the topic of today is not so sh- social media. So re- needless to say, we're talking about social media, the way it started, the way it's evolved, what had it now has become, what it's emblematic and representative, but also the huge pitfalls that come from using too much of it or relying exclusively on it, particularly on our younger generations. To go back a little bit, um, the first first uh, social media platform that I was introduced to, and it may shame me a little bit to say this, but was uh, MySpace. And MySpace was this place where You could trick out your own page and you could put the details that you want everybody to know about you to create a facade, a persona or a character. And then you had your friends lists. And um, (laughs) it was funny thinking about friends lists then because the drama that falling out of someone's top five or top three would bring about, I mean, it would bring about arguments. And I mean, what happened? I'm no longer in your tops. Like, are we beefing? What's going on? But it was so innocent back then. And it was just sort of a step up from the Yahoo or the aim or some of the instant messenger profiles that you had. But, you know, a lot of people got hooked to it but I think the advent the real revolution came when we switched to Facebook you know the all powerful and um, it was originally just intended to be for college kids which was sound at the time but it has it evolved now into the place where everybody connects for whatever reason and it's had a profound impact on everything because it's no longer just about being social it's no longer about just connecting to people now it's the only way you connect to people now you can run ads now you can you can put out political agendas you can spread messages there's just so much so much that it's evolved into and that's without even mentioning the others such as twitter or in this case i think the primary focus of this episode instagram where now you are creating so much media that either shows what you want people to see or spreads or or is the place to do business. It's evolved into this thing where we rely upon it now, where we are stuck to it. And in a lot of cases where we judge ourselves, where we measure, where we think we matter, where we go ahead and place an emphasis on our self-worth and our value system. And in a lot of cases where we go crazy, where we develop this identity of self-loathing or worthlessness. So it's a very convoluted topic for me personally, just because um, I will be the first to tell you that I have a bit of an aversion to it. I grew up, well, I started using it, and I had a lot of the major platforms. Um, the only ones I can say that I didn't really stick with or try that much were Snapchat and TikTok. And I will tell you now, I'm not going to try Snapchat and TikTok. But I've been on both sides of the fence with it, and I'm mostly stray on the other side of it. But, you know, I, I don't think it's all bad. And I'm still in this place where I'm beginning to learn how to leverage it and to use it. Because there are times where if, if anyone says for marketing purposes or otherwise social media, it's like, bro, I'm out. I, I don't I don't want to use it. So to, to kind of focus on the good, to, to emphasize what's good about it. It is a place where you can do business. I think a lot of uh, networking is done there and. It's a calling card of sorts. I, I set up my modeling page there. I have my acting page there. It's a way to give people your key, like sort of your business card in a way. If you have any sort of media that you use in which you're moving or you're recorded, it's a good place to set up your persona, what you want to market yourself as, and a lot of people are there. So it's a convenient way to do that, at least. And um, the the truth of the matter is. Business is primarily done there. People are buying ads specifically for social media. People run them there, and they they are either selling something or recruiting through social media a lot of the time. At first, it started off as sort of the Wikipedia, where it wasn't a credible source. Now it's starting to become that. So it may not be the only place you do business, but it is a place to do business, and you can leverage that. Even if you don't use it for business, I think it's a good place to set up an identity that you want people to ascribe to if you are known as just the photographer if you're known as the cook if you're known as the artist if you're known as the person that does one stick or something in particular it's a very good way to create a persona for people to follow for people to get hooked to and for for you to go ahead and share what you want people to know about you what's a part of you that you want to share with the world and because the world is there it's a very good way to spread spread that sort of awareness or that sort of uh, image if you care for people to see it. And it is a way to connect with people. Uh, you know, the, the unfortunate truth is all of us, pretty much all of us are there. So with all of us being there, it's a, lot easy to be, it's a lot easier to be found. But it was really intended to bring us together in a way. I think the world has become much smaller because of it you know now things across the globe across the world you're able to easily see now because everyone has an account of some sort and they're usually recording themselves or posting so it has made the world smaller in a lot of ways but um there are some things that I, I think are really at root the cause of a lot of anxiety a lot of stress and a lot of discourse because um for one, it, all of it exclusively, all of it is, is through a phone or through a computer, but in a lot of cases a phone. And the way it's designed, it's intentionally designed with the purpose of keeping you coming back to it to give you that dopamine effect or that, ru- that endorphin effect where you go on, you see a like, you see a comment, you see a message, a DM of some sort. And you want to check it, and then you return it, and then you leave. But then when you feel the need to occupy time or do something, guess what? You cycle back to that again. So it leaves us in this constant perpetual state of being tied to our phone, being tied in FOMO, fear of missing out. What if we don't, what if we miss the DM? What if we miss the comments? What if we miss the last post? The pit of inspiration that somebody posted. So it's really keeping us glued to our phones, which is then taking us away from being present. Life is happening to us and for us, right in front of us. But Nowadays, you go to a concert, you see people recording the concert, you see people recording what they're looking at at a street fest, you see people more concerned with taking the perfect picture of their latte or their meal, rather than just taking it in, enjoying it and indulging in it. Everything has to be done for the sake of social media, because that's where everybody truly sees us in some way. It, it really is annoying. And I can, I can say from experience, I've been... Partly been the person that had been trying to take a picture of his food to show everyone, but also being with someone that literally took 10 minutes just to prepare the picture to put on social media because that was the most important thing. So I think that's one drawback. But there is uh, factual information that I can draw upon to speak to some of these concerns. The other is our youth. Imagery, issues, depression, depression. Uh, emotional volatility Uh, so by and large we have around 4.5 billion users of social media worldwide facebook instagram snapchat being the primary uh, primary sources of using all of which those that are 18 to 29 which probably represent which probably represents our biggest contingent there's 84 percent of people that are using so we're talking generational change going forward. But there does, like as I said, the platforms are designed to be addictive. So now this is an addiction that's going to carry on further. But with that, with that being our primary source of inspiration, our primary source of business, um, what you're also doing is telling people what's important, what happiness is, what matters, what's attractive. All the things that you suppose or you ascribe to amounting to something and um, it's kind of scary what some of the results are Uh, one study by the British uh, British uh, one British study found that social media decreased disrupted and delayed sleep which led to depression memory loss and poor academic performance College kids are always on social media. When you go to a library, you can't have a study, br- a study break without checking Facebook or checking Instagram of some sort. But um, we're hooked on the idea of, of missing out. We're hooked on the idea of what's new. We're hooked on the idea of how do we matter. We're hooked on other, other people's lives. I mean, we follow celebrities. We follow people and we want to stay close to what they do and they give us this content. But in turn, we start to really question if we're doing enough in life. We begin to start questioning, are we attractive enough? I can't tell you how many times I go to a page with a girl and um, she may have these quotes that are supposed to be uplifting and supposed to make you want to do something. But really, she's just in a thong bikini with her ass on the picture. So it's like, which one are we really going for here? Are we going for sex and look at me or are we really trying to uplift people? A uh, little bit of a sideways rant. But the, the, the problem is we ascribe a lot of our self-worth and a lot of quote unquote reality to what's in social media when social media is, is a virtual reality. It's not real life you are given the freedom and you are given the power to post what you want what you want people to see but a lot of people post pictures of their family all smiling all happy but you never saw the 10 minutes prior where one kid kept running off the other kid was screaming and hollering and you don't see all of the imperfections on the way to the picture you may see a perfect body, but you don't see and quote-unquote perfect body because the truth is that's kind of illusory at this point. But you don't see the hours of starvation, the bulimia behind it, the stress, the anxiety, the everything that led to, oh, let me curate and create this image of a perfect body so that you can see it. We don't see the process of things. We only see the end result. You see a handstand on the beach. Uh, yet you didn't see the number of times somebody fell over or the number of times they didn't get up in it or the number of takes they had to do to get to that perfect picture. But um, yet and still, we think that this amounts to happiness and this amounts to what matters. And in the, inst- in the case of kids, um, it's it's a dangerous thing because... They've done studies where suicide, particularly among young girls, suicide is up quite by by quite a staggering rate. Between 2012 and 2015, depression in boys increased 21 percent and 50 percent in girls. Suicide rates for girls in eighth to 12th grade increased by 65 percent between 2010 and 2015. And uh, that number since as of now has ballooned to. A small 150%. So, this is why I'm torn between using it and not using it. Because, by and large, yeah, there are good things about it. But, by and large, it's also really morphed the way humans interact with each other. The way we interact with each other. The way we live life now. The sort of impression we're able to make, it's become a bit of a status pull. And I think that we can't obviously do away with it completely because it's here to stay, unfortunately. I think we've we've created so many implications as to why we need to keep it around. But I also point to a time where we were able to do uh, without it. I mean if you work in the arts industry uh, you create your art people come to see you you know athletes you grind you train you don't have to necessarily post pictures or videos of you doing the thing we picked up the phone we wrote the letter we did things that were a little bit more meaningful required a little more thought but were more present And I know like I kind of advocate for a world that's more present and I wish we could go back to a lot of those things. But the reality is that we can't. So I think the best that I can do with social media personally, and I guess what I would recommend to anyone that's listening here, the best that you can do with it is use it to promote a message. Use it to promote you. Use it to uplift your fellow man and your fellow woman. Instead of trying to convince people this is what a perfect body looks like. Or to better yet, build yourself up because you have your own insecurities. Share something profound. Share something meaningful. You know, use it to uplift people. Use it to to drop. One of the favorite things I like to do is quotables or videos that... Speak to something that you can really use. It's philosophical in a way that will help make you better to fill your cup. If you're going to use it for business, great. Promote your business. Make sure your business is giving back in some way. If you're going to use it because you want people to see a part of your own expression, make sure that expression is is laced with a message because we are grabbing the microphone when we use social media. It's a very powerful tool. It's very easy to mindlessly use it. We have no accountability for the words that we put there sometimes because I, people say damning things on there. Make sure you're not saying damning things. Uplift. Be positive. Don't just use it as a sounding board. I think those are probably the best suggestions I can make. I know me personally, I still struggle with using it for my business. But when you realize your purpose, when you realize your intention, when you realize your goal... Use it to amplify your voice. Use it to amplify the sounding board. Use it to reach other people that you probably otherwise couldn't reach. And I think that's probably the the thing that I would like to focus on with it. But don't use it as a way to buoy or balloon your own self-worth. Don't use it as a place to try to make yourself matter. And by that, I mean trying to gain as many followers as possible and as many likes as possible. Because when you do that, that's when you do the shitty things. That's when you do the things that pull you away from your true essence. (sighs) So always remember, life happens in real life. It doesn't happen on social media. Social media is the place with which you can spread a message, share your voice. An amplifier to what you think is meaningful and what people need to hear in life. But it's not everything. It's not the place that you live. It's not where life happens. <sighs> Sorry, this is really hard for me because it's I've, I've been on both sides of it. But life happens in front of you. So make it happen in front of you. And then use social media in, to share if you decide to use it at all. But it's not everything. So. (sighs) God, this one really gets me. So I apologize in advance. But that's all I really want to say about this episode. Um, Thank you for listening, as per usual, to the Expression Sessions podcast. Conversations of the Bold, where life unfolds. And uh, we will have episode two coming soon. But for those of you that want to reach me please reach me on Instagram, expression sessions podcast, or feel free to shoot me an email anytime. My uh, information is there on the page. So without further ado, thanks for listening. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the expression sessions podcast. For more details or to ask me any questions, please visit my Instagram page, expression sessions podcast, or email me at expressive at gmail.com. Stay bold and express yourself.